Hello, 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 and welcome back to another fantastic episode of Electricpreneur Secrets, the Electrician's Podcast, where me and my homie Joseph, the sales bot Luke Canny, go live with you five days a week to help you master your sales, simplify your pricing, and deliver premium level electrical service. Joseph, the sales bot, what is your specialty, my friend? My specialty is downloading all my sales knowledge that I have over the years into every willing and listening brain that's willing to pay attention to what we're saying. My goal is I'm going to give it all away. not going to hold back anything. Anyone who asks the questions, get a 100% honest answer from me. Uh, I love that, man. Do you know what my specialty is? I can tell you my personal belief of what your specialty is. Yeah, sure. I'd like to hear that. Yeah, build me up for a moment so I get glowing for this episode. <laughs> well, it's rather no pressure. Less, no pressure. <laughs> it's, it's less of a buildup and more of an honest appraisal. All right. So where you and I differ also allows us to run parallel. You are absolutely brilliant when it comes to business strategy, when it comes to taking a company and saying, I know where we're going because I know where we are. And you can either reverse engineer it from where they want to be or you can also plan the future based on where they are currently. Mm. I love that you have that ability of almost being like the scientist with the microscope. Thank you. Where, I appreciate where my that. parallel strength comes in is I help with the sales knowledge. I help build the reservoir of funds that people need in order to execute the plan that you have. You know what? I'm going to add something else on my tank, if that's okay. And your By tank. Violence. Joseph is also, I'll start with you. Joseph's also the gratitude. <laughs> Brian Peasy with us. Easy Peasy Electric. Hello, hello. Good to see Hi, you. Brian. So close to the end of the year. Thanks for joining. Joe's the gratitude. Joe gives grace and honors the attending people in our classes like no one I've ever met in my life. I've never met another teacher who's so good at keeping track of who's been engaged with and who hasn't and making sure to have that fair engagement, but also tying in your personal uh, relationships. And it, it blows my mind. Every time we attend a class, guys, I have to congratulate Joe um, on that. So for myself, there's also a, a personal performance endeavor here. Mm -hmm. And it's not always pleasant. That's the irony of the pleasant peasant. Yes, I hold the door open and thank you for walking through. Yes, I'm very Canadian and I try to always be nice and uplifting. But sometimes being uplifting means breaking down some bad habits first. Mm -hmm. Like Hey, earlier I said to myself, gosh, I was stupid in this case. And Joe said, I literally was like, don't you ever say that about yourself? Because at the end of the day, your brain doesn't know the difference. And if you put in bad inputs, you get bad outputs. And plus, you're an incredibly intelligent individual. Stupid should never be in your repertoire. It's real, man. So we also work on that stuff. We help people get out of their own ways. Speaking of being in your own ways, the topic for this week was really about this quote anxiety. That's what we started yesterday. And today we're going to continue it with selling gold to family. We kind of tricked you with that one. I'm sure you were thinking, oh, maybe they're not talking about quote anxiety. But does any quote give you more anxiety than the one you're providing to your own mother? Oh, my God. Yes. Or father or cousin or yeah. brother or friend or best friend. If you're Italian, it could be anyone who has blood relationship with you because you know they're going to be knocking on your door when they need a favor. Yes, me. Okay, but how about? What'd you say? Oh, I was like, I was speaking. I was like, uh, mi familia, per favor, aiutarmi, which is like my family. Please, I beg you, help me. Mm. You know, you could just mm. imagine someone coming in and being like, "Yes, that's what they're knocking for. They're looking for the discount card." 
little bit of inspiration behind this one. I'm going to be honest. Guy that goes by the name of Dorian. Just last weekend, one of our clients made a $28,000 silver sale. Not gold. Silver sale to a family member. He says he ran the play, did the two-call close, offered six options, and they happily chose his mid-range, mid-tier silver option at $28,000, Joe. What do you make of that? I have nothing but the absolute praise for Dorian in this situation because there's two things that happened here that I think cannot be understated enough. Mm. One is that for him to be able to present options, it shows that he, one, believes in his product, right? Because if someone didn't believe that they could offer something better, they would never have offered something better. So the fact that he believes it enough that he'd offer it to his own family means that he has that much more staying power when he's in front of a customer. Because you could be like, literally, this is the exact same quote I'd give to my mother. This is something I truly believe in. And I know for a fact that if we were any less than what we needed to be, it'd be a disservice to you because how could we not give you the warranties? How could we not give you the maintenance? How could we not give you the ongoing services? I love what you just said, by the way. I, awesome. I hope I'm not interrupting, but this is the exact same quote I would give to my mother. Mm-hmm. Ooh. That's got some staying power. It really does. You can't really hear that. And I mean, I guess you could hear it and think this guy's lying to me. You could. But who says that? But the thing is, is that the second thing is that not only does it show that he believes in the process so much that he do with his own family, but it also shows that he believes in what he's trying to offer them for the right reason. Like the goal isn't to create options to sell. The goal is to create options so you can get the control and give it to the customer. The customer now had complete range of choice and they willingly and consciously chose one of his better options. When you do this the right way, you don't have to sell. And he was able to remove being salesy by simply following the play and letting the play produce the result. Huge, man. Huge. So right off the bat, first, I'm going to pull an assumption out of this. You're okay with what he did here. Selling to your friends and family at full rates, the right thing to do in your opinion. I 100% agree. Yeah. Now I want to engage our our listeners, our followers, people watching us live right now. Do you sell to your friends and family at full rate? If you're with us on the Facebook chat, please let us know. Do you give a discount or do you sell at full rate? So can I intercept the uh, questions that are going to come in and the statements that are going to come in in advance because I can kind of predict what's going to happen. Yep. It's that people are going to say, well, when the church calls or well, when temple, well, when mosque calls, it's like, there's always something that we got to go to. Of course, they're going to need it. Or no, this is my mother. This is my father. I could not. I would not. Mm -hmm. Okay. Do you want to work with your friends and family? Do you personally believe that you are the best fit to serve them? And that there's going to be no one other than you that will care more about making sure your mother's electoral system is taken care of, to make sure that your best friend's grandmother is taken care of, right? There's a goal that you need to have. And if you're always undercharging or not charging, you're actually providing them a disservice. Because what ends up happening is when you actually go to do this work with this person, it's always done from the I'm doing you a favor. And favors get old real quick. Mm -hmm. But if you had the assumption of, grandma, I'm doing this for you, and I know there are cheaper people, 
you could 100% go and give this business to someone else. One thing I can promise you, Grandma, is that there will be no one who cares more about the safety of this home and of this family more than I do. And because of that, you have a lifetime craftsmanship guarantee. Because of that, I'm going to be coming every year and maintaining it. Because of it, I'm going to be providing the whole home inspections. And you keep making your reason the truth. Mm. Because it is. If you, if you can't think about it, it. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, I didn't mean to interrupt. But if you think about it, the advantage is still going to be in their favor because who's going to see you more? Who's going to talk to you more? You're mm-hmm. still going to end up checking in on them more than your average client. Of they course. still have a direct line of communication with you specifically, the owner of this company who's providing this great service. Mm-hmm. And tying that all in and supporting your clause here is like what Dorian did on the weekend is actually incredible. I know we've actually unpacked this on a podcast. So in many ways, following the guidance that we've already laid out, he did the right thing, which is believe in himself so fully that even that value even applies to my greatest friends and family. Mm -hmm. I just can't speak highly enough about this. It's incredible, man. Incredible. So not feeling bad. We've got a couple of comments coming back in. Um, Otis says almost never discounts. Otis, I would love to hear when, when do you discount? I would love to hear that. Brian says, uh, 20 percent, 20% more than my full rate. <laughs> so a little joke there charging extra for friends or family. And I get that for some people you actually, I, I've heard of people doing that before. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on that? Raising your rate for friends I, and family. I don't believe in that. Now, granted, he may not have been fully serious. He might have been. It, granted, it also might be that the family is a you know PIA. Like we don't we don't know. Not everyone has the best relationship with their family, right? Yeah. But the logic is, I would never raise or lower my rate for anyone, and because of that, I'm putting all of our clients on equal playing field, and saying, I promise for this rate, I will treat you like absolute royalty. I will handle every single aspect of this problem. You will never be a burden to me. You can call as much as you want. You can have me come out as much as you want. You will not find someone who will serve at a higher level than me. And in order to guarantee that commitment, this is what we need to charge for both you and all of our customers like you. If that's not what you're looking for and you feel like I'm not the best fit or I'm not worth the value they're asking for, There will be no shame given. There'll be no hard feelings. I won't side eye you at Thanksgiving, but I promise you I'm asking what I feel is worth it above and beyond. Yeah. I love that. Going back and and zooming out just a little bit, there's something we're saying here about just knowing your value and running the play. Mm -hmm. And if that play you're running doesn't establish a greater value for you to be confident in so that you can ask the price Going back to the numbers here, the price that you've determined to be your sustainable growth and profitable rate, then what's the point of doing any work at all? And I think we mentioned this the other day in the essence of like, if I can't claim that, if I can't build a sustainable business on this offer that needs to be in the exchange, this amount, Mm -hmm. this price, then Mm -hmm. why slow play and, and go death by a thousand cuts? Because still today, I get on calls with people every day. There's calls going through here, right? Where people are saying, well, that rate won't work here. Mm -hmm. I can't charge that much to these clients. Yet, we're owed all this money. And yet, we might not even be profitable this year. 
it's so awkward to be stuck in that place mm-hmm. between a realization of I could have a business or I could just fear one. But what you won't have is the sustainable operation, the type of business owner that makes this long term, if you think about that. Mm-hmm. Really think about what makes this premium brand, this premium service and last for a decade, maybe two, maybe three. That type of business owner doesn't act out of fear. They can't. They act out of knowledge and confidence. Is there any other way, Joe? I mean, there's other ways of saying it, but it all leads to the same thing. Like put your faith in front of your fear, um, lead with intention, lead with honor. Like those are all the things that you could say, but the goal is relatively the same in that I know I cannot survive my business. I cannot survive a season. I can't survive a week. I can't survive a day if what I'm doing is not moving the needle forward. If every single day the needle goes closer to the red or even just stays neutral, you're just one car accident away from being tanked. Whereas on the other side of the coin, if you look at it and say every day, even a little bit green, a little bit green, a little bit green, you'd be better off than the person who's shaking in their boots saying, I can't possibly charge this. So my question to all of you guys listening is, if you're worried about what you're charging, do you think the people who are collecting your bills are also worried about asking? Because I don't think they are. You know collection, the Iceman cometh. They're going to knock on your door. Yeah. So why not have that same similar approach of saying, this is what I need to charge because my bills don't go down, my bills go up. So why can't I work so that when I do great service, I can get rewarded for it in a way that's just sustainable, even if it's not heaps of riches, sustainability. Shouldn't that be at least the bare minimum? Yeah. Yeah, it really is. That big S word, sustainability. At least this way, Joe, if we can get enough people to commit to their sustainable pricing, if we can get enough people to understand and commit to their offer, S-T-Y-O, as we say, then we can create more of these successes like Dorian just had, where you have a $28,000 sale on a Saturday morning Mm -hmm. with a family member even, you know, at that point, you're dangerous in every situation. And I don't mean dangerous, like dangerous to anyone's health or dangerous to anyone's bank account. I mean, dangerous as in your ability to stand up and run the play is just literally, it, it, it's it's above yourself. Mm-hmm. Your confidence protrudes, right? And so these sales just happen. And I would rather err on the side of caution and know that, hey, economies of scale are going to apply. And sometimes I'm going to make a big sale that's absolutely going to be more profitable than other jobs. But I'd rather that than, like you said, being on the balance and hoping for luck and good sales to keep us from all collapse, from having to shut the doors. You know, you mentioned something that I feel a lot of us who are just starting out have this break in vision. And that is some people who have quote anxiety, and I can speak to it myself, is that you start the job and you quote it assuming everything goes perfect. Like you don't account for any kind of fluctuation. You assume this panel job should take me eight, but if I go really well, I could get it done in six and I could probably get the material and reuse some of it. So I'm going to cut it real tight. And then you find out that you've given yourself a grueling pace that's not sustainable. And just taking the job costs you money. 
Mm. And that's the dangerous part of this quota anxiety. Simply just saying, I need to do this job. And when I'm done with the job, not be holding negative money. Is that such a horrible concept for people to understand? No, no. And I think the problem becomes really is we're not accountants. Mm -hmm. Uh, Most of us did not get business school training attached to our apprenticeship. Did you, Joe? No. Maybe it was during your master's license where they inserted a bookkeeping and accounting course. Really? Realistically? No. When we we did our master's license, it was like some of the questions, you and I even joked about it. Like they were telling me what kind of wiring is required to assemble a crane if it ever became decommissioned. That was one of the code questions, but not one of how do I properly allocate my funds so when tax time comes, I can do so without having to gut my savings to pay to the IRS. And and while that's humorous, it's also really not necessary for that ticket, but no one's drawn the line on what is necessary. And that's Mm -hmm. ultimately why we created this service. It's why we created this podcast to give you some help, some idea of what is necessary and how to promote yourself as a sustainable premium service provider. Joe, would it be wrong of us to want to do that for these folks? Not a chance, man. It's honestly not even that it's not wrong. It is a true and honorable calling to try to help uplift others. The best thing that someone can do is put the helping hand down to someone who is deeper in the pit than they are. Absolutely. And since you said that, if you're listening to this right now, be sure not to hoard this information. There's no competition out there. It's all creation. Competition itself is a scarcity mindset that is only a vacuum away from your goals. So in creation, in helping others, you yourself will be lifted up. So if you know someone who needs to hear this episode or any other episode you've heard recently, do share it with them on your favorite podcast um, uh, sites or on Facebook in the Electrepreneur Secrets group where you can engage with us live. Either way. I don't care, but if you know someone who needs it, do share and do leave us a review wherever you heard us. We actually had someone reach out on the weekend who had uh, great luck with our methods as well. Did you know that? By all means, lay it on me. There was one thing I wanted to say prior to that, which was um, there's no, there's only competition at the bottom and there's only collaboration at the top. Mm, I like that. I wanted to just add that in because it was literally on point what you're saying, but please continue. I was going to pull it up and do the exact win share, man. But honestly, I don't have it up. And I don't know if I'm going to be able to find it live without consuming us. So I'll have to leave it. But you know what? Tomorrow's episode, remind me. And I'll share uh, a great story of, of one of our friends and listeners, Bailey, who cashed, uh, I think I want to say, uh, no, I shouldn't. I'm not going to say. Tomorrow, I'll unveil it. But there was a big win from our audience. Proving once again, the feedback was like, wow, this stuff really works, guys. Premium service works. I provided these options. I did what you said. You give too much away, and here's the result. And I cannot wait to share that with you guys again tomorrow. Joe, let's craft a couple action items. I got a big Great Dane to take to the vet here immediately after this. So <laughs> no worries. We'll basic or all-star? I mean, I could take either one. Do you have a preference? You know what? I did basic yesterday. So go ahead I'll and start it off. I'll finish okay. this up. All right. So the basic action was, remember you had said like none of us are accountants. We may not have had the background and everything like that. The basic action is more of a a visual that I want you guys to do, like a mental visual. Imagine 
back in the day when we used to be told that we didn't have accounting software, we had the envelope policy, meaning that you had an envelope for your groceries, you had an envelope for all these things. That's where your money was allocated and budgeted, right? You got that visual? You got a bunch of envelopes full of money. Now, imagine the envelope that you have that you're going to draw from is each job that you do. Your bills don't change. Your bills are the same. Everyone understands that so far. Yeah. Would it make logical sense to charge less than what your bills are? No. It doesn't. Like it just, it does not apply. So the question that I found or the situation that I found that's most common is when people underquote things, it's either that it's not their company or it's that they're afraid that they're not going to get the job. So one or usually one or the other. It's like, I, I don't want to lose this. I don't want to lose this customer. Or they don't really understand the business. It's someone else's operation. The basic action I have for you is every time you think to yourself, could I do it in this time? I want you to imagine that you're willing to take out of your own envelope to pay the difference. Would any one of us take that risk knowing that we'd be personally liable for the difference? I wouldn't. No way. I wouldn't either, right? So that's my initial action is to say, before you think about doing it on the quick or doing it on the cheap, instead say to yourself, if I had to pay this difference, if we were underquoted, would I be comfortable taking that risk? Or should I charge what I think it's actually going to take to do this job? And if I don't get it at a profitable rate, then I shouldn't have had it in the first place because I'd be having to pay for it. Nice touch, man. Nice touch, really. I've got a great one here. It goes against what our common theme is. Usually we're telling you to focus on the positive, get your mindset right. I want you to think of the pains of the negative on this one. We know what we're supposed to do. We know what we're trying to do. You're trying to build this sustainable premium service electrical business. For whatever reason, you might be in a place where something's in the way. So I'm actually going to ask you to go above and beyond here and make a short list of your three to five biggest things that are in the way of you and your sustainable business right now. You can call this a piss-off list because I haven't sworn at all yet this episode. Call it the piss-off list, make the list, and I want to challenge you to actually jump on Facebook or on our website on the contact form and send us your list. Send us your list of that top three to five things that are burning your ass right now in your business that you know if you got those out of the way, you could be this sustainable provider. You could be like Dorian making 28K sales to anyone who comes your way, including family. Send us that list and I will personally give you a quick 20 to 30 minute call and a strategy on how to solve those problems. You can book that by sending the list. We've never done this before. It's probably going to be overwhelming. It might take a couple weeks booking out to get that appointment on the calendar, guys. But it's our offer to you. So that's the all-star action. This has been episode 199 of Electricpreneur Secrets, the electrician's podcast, where we just keep showing up to help you master your sales, simplify your pricing, and deliver premium level electrical service. I owe at least 50% of that to the sales bot here. Thank you, Joe. Truly a pleasure, brother. I could not have done this, nor would I ever want to do it without you. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Take care, guys.